We fail, we break, we fall, but then we rise, we heal, we overcome. Hello and welcome to episode 220 of Under the Call of MS. Today, we're going to talk a little video game news, and then we're going to get into some more things coming out from the previous catalogs and in the comic world and the entertainment business so things you can buy in the future so let's start out with talking about some of the video games that have i've seen that are coming out that they've been showing some previews for and stuff this week some i've already talked about before but there were some new videos for them or some updated stuff or whatever so i followed them checked them out but yeah EA Play and some other things that were going on. I can't remember what you called the other one. It was some strange name. But yeah, I checked out a variety of different gaming channels and things and seen what was coming since we didn't have like PlayStation at the EA showing and stuff like that. So started out with Death Death's Door. It's basically an unending cycle of life and death. Play as a crow, fledgling, that reaps souls by assignment. Got a list of souls that he has to collect, or she has to collect. And then it's kind of got a black and white look to it. Noir feel, noir type scenes to it. Uh, It's got muted color scenes, unique weapons, uh, top-down gameplay it looks like, linear adventure game. Boss battles, abilities you can upgrade, exhilarating combat, combat arenas, skirmishes, exploration, tactical uh, seed healing layout decided by you. It's like you sounds like you get these seeds that you can set up in certain areas. So you got healing stations. So depending on where you lay them out, it can help you or screw you. And since you don't apparently carry is carry a bunch of healing abilities with you so you got to have these stations to heal in yeah it really looked interesting but i need to see more from it so i gave it a three out of five for now no man's sky updates have been awesome i gotta go back on there because apparently they had another update that i didn't know about but now we have space doggos and basically space dogs uh this thing it started out pretty simplistic not as exciting as people expected and you started out with just basically space exploration you're told you probably never run into another person and now you can hang out with your friends and do all kinds of things in there and just so much to build and explore and stuff and the building is so well done in that game uh I'm still giving it a 5 out of 5, and I'm going to be checking it out again probably tonight because I want to see if I can get myself a space doggle. <laughs> then we had Aliens Fireteam Elite. Uh, I believe this is a game, not a add-on for anything, any other Aliens game. It's basically you got defensive tools like sentry guns and mines and all that you can set up. It's unending xenomorph action. There's tons of xenomorph characters coming at you. 
uh, play up the three players or bots in your grouping, uh, your combat group, internal and external gameplay in factories and on planets and stuff, not just stuck in a spaceship. Like some other things have been, that's nice being able to get onto the planets and explore. It's got a big time halo feel this time. So that's cool. And there's also Sith enemies that are like Sith soldiers that come after you. And I'm sorry, my speech is way off today. I can't get certain uh, letters to come out right without the teeth. But uh, there's a variety of weapons and loadouts, lots of character support, abilities, escort missions, all that stuff. But yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. I'd say this is probably one of the best-looking Aliens games I've seen. Uh, I was very disappointed with pretty much every one of them I've played so far. But this one I give a 4 out of four out of 5. Definitely want to check it out. Then they've been coming out with some really cool racing games this year, which is awesome because I haven't seen a racing game I really gave a shit about other than The Crew 2 was probably the last one that I was interested in. But without having good internet, I can't even play the crew with all my expansions I have for it, which sucks because I have some really cool ones I always wanted to try out. But they have Grid Legends. Uh, it's got Boost Mode, Elimination Mode, Team Racing Game, variety of different cars, muscle cars, drift cars, street cars, touring, open wheel, and a bunch more. Uh, great cars, great scenery. The scenery is beautiful. Big crashes. Uh, you can take big rigs and jump into like indie car races and stuff with them. Cruising around with semi, smashing up stuff. Uh, electric cars they got out now on these games. So that's fun. I want to check it out. Uh, I gave it a four out of five. And then Apex Legends has a merchant emergence expansion for it now uh all about all out battle game with unique characters weapons and worlds it's it really caught my eye but i didn't even know it was really out there or anything that was going on with it so i want to get into and check it out once and see i might actually like that compared to fortnite uh, but now again you're also dealing with a game that's been out there for a little while, so the little shits that play it continuously are on there and just ruins it for you. You can't get in there and get enough practice in to get the controls down before you're shot in the head. So that's irritating. They really need to have, I don't know, I, they could now, I don't know, but they really need to have some type of little practice arena that you can work out the basic concepts of the moves and the button play instead of just tossing you into it that's one thing i really hated about fortnite but uh it did have cool building and all that and cool weaponry but you got to be fast on on the on the ball and it just if you don't have knowledge of the controls it really sucks <laughs> so it's like i got so sick and tired of trying to learn and say go hide off in a corner mill and nowhere and start playing with some of the building stuff so I could build barriers and walls and figure out how to block weapon shots and stuff like that and hide myself out and last longer. But uh, every time I collected the things I needed and just started to build something, someone would shoot me in the head from miles away. But 
But yeah, it's Apex Legends. I go to five out of five because everything I see for it just looks great, but I gotta play it once and try it and see see if it annoys me or not. But Battlefield Battlefield twenty forty two has a portal expansion coming or is out now. I'm not sure if it, it's out yet or not, but this game's just looking better and better every time they bring more stuff into it, but uh, they're getting more badass with every new video that I've seen. I've liked all the add-ons. Yeah, and this one, you see guys running around with uh, those heart resuscitation paddles in their hands, and they're just running up to guys and just hitting them with it, and you watch the guys go flying backwards, and it looks like the people that you're fighting against got, like, Baton, electrical batons that they're zapping people with and stuff. and So, yeah, that looked kind of fun. Uh, massive multiplayer and, of course, the tornado's still there. And so you can do your wingsuit and ride the tornado and stuff like that to get the different parts of the map fast and hopefully not get sniped out of the air. Uh, relive the golden years of past Battlefield games. Looks like they're doing two maps from each one of these games and I'm sure they'll come out with more later and more of the other Battlefield games but they're upgraded maps uh, that they change they changed the rules of a little bit customized them up and stuff like that fix things up but you get a couple maps from Battlefield 1942 Battlefield Bad Company 2 and Battlefield 3 which I really enjoyed Battlefield 3 uh, I like playing up those maps and then uh i believe in battlefield 1942 you get the battle of the bulge map which is a good one but uh yeah i'm sure you'll see more maps from other battlefield games and more from these games or whatever in the future too uh you can change the rules of the games customize them the way you want you can customize the maps 128 player loadouts, wider selection of weapons and vehicles, better visuals, and of course more destruction. All these old games that they're bringing maps from now have the real life if they didn't have them before, they got stuff added into them like the real life uh, all construction thing where everything blows up and stuff like that, which is nice. Uh, it'd be awesome replaying a lot of those maps and getting those updates. But uh, then we got a Dead Space remake was not just a, a lie, just not just hopes. It's actually coming out there. And it's one of the best first-person shooter sci-fi single-player games that I've ever played. I've loved it. I, I've replayed that game probably a dozen times all the way through it. And I'm really wanting to sit down and play it again, and I have it. I just got loaded into my hard drive. But yeah, I'm going to check that out again. But the remake looks looks like Dead Space. Uh, maybe better graphics, but it's such a quick, short teaser. You don't really get nothing out of it. It doesn't matter. I don't need gameplay play footage. I don't need video footage. All you got to do is say Dead Space, and you're getting a 5 out of 5 for me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so you, can't, you can't screw it up. You just can't. And if you do... <laughs> I'll let you know. 
Then we got Russian subway dogs. Basically a bunch of dog dog or dog type characters. Steal food to survive. Side scrolling game. You can bark fire. Juggle vodka. Cook bears. Uh, you got a kitty comrade that gives you orders and tells you what missions to do. Uh, you can create havoc. You can play as a bunch of different types of dogs. I give it a 2 out of 5 because it has pretty cheesy graphics. But a lot of times those cheesy graphic games end up being a lot of fun. So who knows? We'll see. Once I play it, that could end up going a higher in the rating system. We'll see. Then there's, we got some more Chris Tales, which is basically a fantasy adventure, past, present, future battles type games, side scrolling. And, and it looks like there's other gameplay type, but it was still not enough footage. So it's getting a two out of five until I see more. Then we got Lost in Random. Basically, two sisters are separated and a little dice character. I know we talked about this before. This dice character helps you find your sister while coming across a variety of characters that may or may not help you. Uh, You earn cards as you go, and these cards help you gain new abilities for combat. It's got a Tim Burton feel. Uh, Basically, Nightmare Before Christmas, Caroline stuff, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Just that, that type of feel to it. I gave it a five out of five because it looks really interesting. Sounds like a decent story. The more I'm hearing about it, the more fun it sounds. I like the whole card thing. Gives you that gaming aspect to it also. So, yeah, we'll see. But five for five for now. Then we got some more Knockout City stuff. Season two. Fight at the... Oh, I didn't write it down good. It looks like... Fight at the movies? Yeah, it was. It was a thing about being in the movies fighting. It's basically, if you don't know, it's a dodgeball brawler-style game. Uh, It's a cartoony environment. And then you get a bunch of movie parody stuff, I'm sure. And then you're in the movies when you're playing the dodgeball game. It's basically a Fortnite style with dodgeballs. You can get new skins. New balls, all that, uh, different types of balls to play with and stuff like that. So I'm sure they different ones have different abilities and stuff like that, too. But we'll wait to find out when we play it, I guess, or get some more footage. Yeah, I give that one a three out of five until I get to play more, but it does look fun. But I was bored with certain games like that dodgeball-style games in the past. I wanted to play them, and then once I did there really boring like paintball games it's like you'd think they'd be fun but gun wise it's not the same as going in and playing call of duty or battlefield or anything it's the guns are so weird feeling how you're just using that little air so you're not getting the the nice effect of anything anything when you're fighting away with the paintballs but then we got fracked basically be the hero feel the adventure save the planet PSB VR first person. Basically, you get to see your hands and your weapon. That's about it. Look like a looks kind of like a bo- double 
Bond, James Bond 007 type story uh, you play through. It's got skiing, shooting, all that kind of stuff. I give it a three out of five because VR ones just do not represent themselves good in video format. But if you're playing it, it's totally different looking and it's actually enjoyable. So until I get it in my hands and on my face, I ain't, I can't give it more than a three out of five. Uh, we got Witchcrafty. It's basically a 2D side scroller about a witch girl, of course, in a fantasy world with spells, mushroom enemies, demons, monsters, magic, ghosts. It looks fun, but simplistic, and I'm not big on witchcraft, so I give it a 3 out of 5. There's Recompile. It's a weird geometric style world with puzzle solving like like you're you're kind of like this electric figure kind of like you're inside a computer in the wiring the electronics part of it the computer chips and you're that little energy ball type character uh kind of gives you a tron matrix johnny mnemonic type feel i give it a two out of five because of course the graphics are really cheesy until you get the gameplay in your hand, you don't really know. Um, then there's Rhythm and Bullets, which also is a geometric style game. It's a PSVR first-person shoot, shooter with a with a beat. And like it says, Rhythm and Bullets. You're shooting stuff while you're jamming out. Uh, it's got a big-time Defender, Asteroids-type feel to it. Uh, but it was very simplistic. Video it didn't give us much, so I give it a two out of five until I see more. Then we got Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, uh, Iki Island. It's sword play. It's got sea travel, kind of a Far Cry Tomb Raider Gen Saga feel to it, but they didn't show much, so. Get to three out of five for now until I get to learn more on that one. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we got Tetragon 2D side scrolling exploration. Worlds made of planes. Which one power or which one with power? Oh, I can't even say that. It's basically a bunch of different planes of existence and different power you power how you can move and stuff or change you find ways to save lucio's son but be careful gravity in tetragon is an unforgiving force so you gotta do the jumps and everything just right otherwise you're gonna end up in trouble so i give it a three out of five didn't really look that appealing i got get my hands on it first uh, there is dauntless thunder deep drask uh it's basically a reveal reveals a giant dragon beast and that's it so i can't give it a rating it doesn't tell me nothing i don't know if this is an add-on some type of character called thunder deep drask or what that's a new add-on to a game that's been out there all dauntless or what i don't know anything about it so 
they didn't sell anything by doing that. And you got Zanyan Sword 7. Basically explore Asian realms with puzzle solving like Tomb Raider. It's got table games in it. Three out of five didn't show us much. You got Lost Judgment, which is a detective toolkit investigative type game. Explore, disguise yourself. There's parkour included. You can infiltrate uh, different buildings and stuff. Photography, lots of gadgets. There's a detective dog. It's got a hitman feel to it. Combat actions, special attacks, martial arts. There's school stories you got to play through. There's boxing, robotics, dancing, racing, mini games, drama. And you get to help other people and stuff. There's tons of stuff to play in these. I they It's fun, all the variety they give you. But you end up not liking half of them. And the ones you do like, you don't get enough of. But I give it a 4 out of 5 for now. It does look good. We'll see what comes of it all. Some upgrades, add-ons, and remakes that were out there. They did Sniper Elite 4 is getting a full upgrade makeover. Sniper Ghost Warrior has Butcher's Banquet Contracts 2. Apex Legends has stories from the Outlands. Frostpunk has expansions. Hitman 3, Seven Deadly Sins, Lust, they showed us. I'm sure there's one for every sin, deadly sin. Or there will be eventually, if it goes over good. Yeah, Fall Guys, Ratchet and Clank Edition. Chernobylite has an exclusion zone. Spellbreak Chapter 3 has The Wardens. Marvel Avengers, which this game is looking great. And I just, I, I really want to play this one. I just, with other Marvel games in the past, they're just so long-winded. There's so many characters, so many add-ons. And I'm one of those people that likes to collect everything, collect all the add-ons and stuff and max out all my characters when you just got unlimited characters and you keep unlocking new characters. It's a real bummer. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nice because the game can go on forever, but I like to play a variety of games, so I can't just dedicate my life to just one for five hundred hours. But but yeah, Marvel's Marvel's Avengers has Omega level threat coming out or out. You got Observer System Redux. I don't know what it is. Chivalry Two has accolades. King's Bounty Two has Catherine. And I Expect You to Die too. It's a PSVR game. Has The Spy and the Liar add-on, I assume. Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality. Wasn't really sure about this. This could be a game. This could be part of the Doctor Who TV line. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of these videos just are confusing. Hindsight 2020. It's got combat, stylized visuals. Complex conundrums, animated kind of look to it. If you had a chance to turn back time, would you? A world destroyed, creatures, battle, all kind of battles. Kind of has a Zelda feel, the newer Zeldas. Uh, Your choices, your world, your experiences. Looks kind of fun and interesting. Need more, but I'm going to give it a 4 out of 
five for now, just by the way it looked. Then I'm not sure if this is a game or what. It's Dreams, Dreamcom, DreamsCon 2021. Uh, seven. It's from July 27th to August 2nd is advertised on it. It's a gaming expo made in Dreams. The most imaginative booths. Uh, design your own character. Animated. Uh, has creator demos, interviews, and more that you can go check out and do. There's arcade games all over. You can, I'm assuming, play different games. There's mini games. There's photography stuff. All kinds of stuff. It looked kind of cool. I gave it a four out of five, but I don't know if it's a game or an actual expo. And they really never explained it, but it totally looked like a game. Then there's Bus Simulator 21, which I'm assuming is 2021. I hope there weren't 21 or these, these things, but you guessed it. Drive a bus. Lots of buses and environments. Looks great, but I mean, God, it looks boring too. I just wanted them to take one of those buses going driving through people on the beach or something. But yeah, Urban Trial, Tricky Deluxe Edition. I don't know if this is just an add on to it or what, but uh, BMX meets SSX meets Trials, like SSX Tricky back in the day, and that Trials. Uh, 2D platform game with the motorcycle. It's a lot of fun doing the stunts and all that. Crazy tricks. Uh, savage customization. Crazy outfits and bikes. Looks a lot of fun. I gave it a 4 out of 5. And we got Last Stop. Three Entangled Stories. One Incredible Adventure animated story where you help others around you i guess couldn't tell much from it so i gave it a three out of five gonna have to find out a little bit more later then we got blue fire which was a weird weird world that is infected uh you fight through a storyline as a little character unique character uh all kinds of worlds it looks like puzzles and visuals i give it a four out of five very short video again scrap garden Looks like you play as a marshmallow-looking, pillbox-looking character. But I'm assuming he's scrap, so he's probably some metal bucket-looking thing. But, yeah, he's just kind of looks like a marshmallow pillbox form. But you explore lots of different gameplay styles, big bosses. Again, not much of a video. I give it a 3 out of 5, but it's a unique-looking character, so I might enjoy it. Uh, they have Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020. Basically, the old Olympic game style, the old track and field games with upgraded graphics. They had BMX, they showed, and martial arts, swimming, volleyball, baseball, rock climbing, uh, discus, track and field events, boxing, ping pong, tennis, running. They had a Sonic character in the running thing. I don't know if it, I'm sure it has some type of Sonic add on or. Something you can buy, other characters or whatever. Yeah, look fun. Just like the old track and fields, just better graphics. Looks like it still has some frustrating gameplay probably. But I give it a 3 out of 5. I remember those days just eating the shit out of that AB button with my fingers. And so I was telling a friend today that I even remember back in the day when I took my con 
my Nintendo controller and I taped the damn thing to the table so I could just beat the shit out of the two buttons and the arrows without the thing moving all over the place on me. But yeah, good days. Those were fun days. We got Orcs Must Die 3, which I've talked about before, I believe. Unique weapons, same concept, of course. Orcs Must Die. <laughs> Basic concept of the game. Cast spells, fight orcs, build traps, massive amounts of enemies. Uh, yeah, I give it a 4 out of 5. Visuals look great. Looks like it could be a lot of fun killing all those different orcs. And the last one is Jurassic World Evolution 2. Lots of dinos, dinosaur management, simulation game, kind of like Zoo Sims Simulator, but a lot more stuff you can do on it. It's got sandbox mode, challenge mode, all kinds of weather conditions, dino interactions, hunting, fighting, manage a group of scientists, sabotage things, cohabitate, and dinosaur battles. Utilize plants to feed dinos and give them certain abilities and whatever. Build unique environments. Make make quests happy and keep dinos happy and all that stuff. But, yeah, I'm running out of time. My thing just turned red, so I got to finish this off. So, yeah, we'll get back to you again with some goodies to buy in the future to, with this episode. And then we'll get back to you with our Tuesday episode tomorrow. Be good. Later. Okay, what do you want to buy in the future? Well, I will tell you. We have Extreme Carnage Agony number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. Enter Agony as the gods and symbiotes stack against their heroes. Is there a way they can win against Carnage? And they also got Extreme Carnage Omega. Number one, one shot. If I can get my thing here. It's all come down to car- to this. Carnage wins. It's, they don't really give much a description for these. They also have Extreme Carnage Toxin, number one, one shot. And I thought they had another one, but I guess I could be wrong. All right, we have Fire Sector Trade Paperback by DC Comics. For the past six months, newly chosen Green Lantern's Sojourno, Joe Mullion, has been protecting the city, enduring a massive metropolis of 20 billion people. The city has maintained pace for, or peace for over 500 years, stripping its citizens of their ability to feel. As a result, violent crime is virtually unheard of, and murder is non-existent. But that's all about to change in this new graphic novel that puts a unique spin on the legacy of the Green Lanterns. If you're a Green Lantern fan, that's something for you. I don't know if this is from Disturbed Video Game, from the Disturbed Band, or what, but the Figbiz Disturbed the Guy 5-inch action figure by Incendium LLC. It's a pretty cool looking figure. So I'm not sure what that's from, though. But check that out if you know. <laughs> you want it? Uh, Firefly, River Run number one, one shot by Boom Studios. How did Simon save River from the terrifying hands of Blue? 
the great lengths Dr. Simon Tam had to go to in order to save his only sister, River, from her captors are finally revealed in this special standalone issue. Follow Simon's fall from grace as he risks it all and races against time to save River, even as she struggles to hold on to her sanity. The truth of River's life in the Alliance Academy facility, what really happened to her there, and the origin of Firefly's greatest sibling's bond is finally revealed in this issue, or this comic. Yeah, it's Firefly stories are always interesting and fun, so check those out by Boom Studios. Then we have Forsaken, number one of six. This is by Second Sight Publishing. London, 1883. Orvita Gedmintas and the Order of the Golden Lance. What begins as another magically fueled murder investigation soon turns into a race against time to prevent a dark wizard from summoning abandon the angel of death to our realm. Don't know anything because they don't give you enough of a description. Pretty much what's going to happen with the first issue. You ain't going to get enough storytelling to tell you what's up with the story anyways. <laughs> uh, for the Sunday Comics fans, if you like Foxtrot, they have a Foxtrot collection. Deliciously Foxtrot by Andrews McNeil Publishing. Be fun. I like a lot of those comics. Then we have Freak Show Kingdom One Shot by Second Sight Publishing. Welcome to the Freak Show Kingdom. Jonathan Hendricks' zombie universe is collected for the first time ever. Step inside a horrific realm full of the undead and those unfortunate to live among them and their own tragic deformities. Featuring the one shot stories Freak Show Princess. Freak Show Night, and Freak Show Jester. Uh, it's obvious. I'm going to want to check it out, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't like the cover so far, so <laughs> kind of curious what the rest of the artwork looks like. I'll have to see what, if I can find anything. Uh, we have Frog Boy Trade Paperback Volume 1 by Lev Gleason, by Lev Gleason Publications. Getting all tongue twisted. New Friday is proud to present Frog Boy, just a simple frog boy trying to find faith in a world that has abandoned it. Welcome to the crazy punk world of Center City, where the city streets belong to scavenger gangs, and after dark, it is no place for families. Three kids run the night, and the middle class retreats nightly to safe bubble zones guarded by robot forces. Oh, and did me mention this volume also contains the original Frog Boy story, Taco Tuesday? Because it totally does. Yeah, it sounds like an interesting story. I wouldn't mind checking it out, but I'll get that one down the, down the line also. I'm trying to cut back on overdoing my monthly runs and because I have been getting really disappointed with a lot of things lately. But 
and you don't get to find out until you're four issues in by the time you get the first issue when you're pre-ordering. So, Frontiersman number one by Image Comics. Patience, conviction, revenge. A trick Kinlan and Marco Ferrari. Return with Ferrari Etern. Why wouldn't it be Return? I think there's. Uh, with an all-new ongoing series, classic Green Arrow style, an adventure blends with the thoughtfulness of concrete and a superhero odyssey, odyssey for mature but uncynical readers. Frontiersman is coaxed out of retirement by environmentalist group, only to find that being a spokesperson makes him a tragic for old, or a target for old and new enemies alike. For the superhero reader looking for me. I don't know what the hell they're... Hey, my speech is bad enough, but the, the layout they give you didn't, doesn't really give you much info either. You have a Funko Boo Hollow Bella plush by Funko. And a Boo Hollow Lou plush. Cute little bat and cat plushies if you're into those. Then we have Garbage Man trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Ambitious lawyer Richard Morse uncovers the illegal operations of a pharmaceutical giant and his and is abducted and experimented on by the corporation's scientists. Morse's body is destroyed in a lab explosion, but his chemically charged remains merge with the soul and refuse changing him into the revenge-minded monster-slash-hero garbage man. Basically a swamp thing gone a different direction. If you're into that, and then Garbage Pail fans, we have Garbage Pail Kids Home Gross Game 1,000-piece puzzle with a bunch of pukers and stuff like that on it. And then you got Garbage Pail Kids Thrills and Chills 1,000-piece puzzle where the garbage kids are on a roller coaster ride. Then we have Garlic and the Vampire Graphic Novel by Quill Tree Books. Basically, uh, Garlic feels as though she's always doing the wrong thing, no matter how much her friend Carrot and kindly witch Agnes encourage her. Garlic just wants to tend her own garden when where it's nice and safe, but when her village of vegetable folk Learn that a bloodthirsty vampire has moved into the nearby castle. They all agree that, in spite of her fear and self-doubt, Garlic is the obvious choice to confront him. And with everyone counting on her, Garlic reluctantly agrees to face the mysterious vampire, hoping she has what it takes. After all, Garlic drives away vampires, right? We'll see. All right, we'll leave it at that for now, and we'll get back to more things in the future. Okay, what kind of fun do we have for you to buy in the future? Well, they have a Ghostbusters, a paranormal picture book for the kitties by Running Press. If you like the Ghostbusters, that'd be kind of fun to get your kids interested. They have a beautiful-looking G.I. Joe Gallery Snake Eyes PVC statue. By Diamond Select, Snake Eyes, and in a 
snowy environment, snowy rocky environment, and a wolf running alongside them. It's just it's sweet looking. They're all in attack mode. Also, I have a GI Joe Cobra business card holder, and I have a, another GI Joe business card holder available on this run. There's GI Joe Snake Eyes retro mouse pad. I don't know how many people really use mouse pads anymore, but they are pretty cool looking. We have a GI Joe Snake Eyes sword letter opener by Icon Heroes. And all these were pretty much by Icon Heroes, except for the statue of Diamond Select. But letter opener, if you know what these are, these are pieces of paper that come glued. And you got to rip them open to see what's inside. So if you still get those, you could use the letter opener. <laughs> or have a cool looking little sword on your desk. They have a G.I. Joe Snake Eyes X-Storm Shadow Retro Pin Set, which is pretty cool looking. I also have a G.I. Joe Storm Shadow Retro Mouse Pad, all by Icon Heroes. There's a Girls Girls and Panzer Pullback Tank Series 4 Blind Mystery Boxes coming out by F-Toys. I just I like the little Panzer tanks. I think they're pretty cool looking just for decor, decoration, but then you get a little pullback toy. It's a little extra bonus. And then let's look into some comics finally. <laughs> we have Glorious Wrestling Alliance Ultimate Championship Edition by Graphic Universe. Step into the ring at Glorious Wrestling Alliance, the universe's least professional wrestling company. The Great Carp, in an, ambition, an ambitious wonder, is feeling the weight of his championship. Miranda Fury has do, donned a mask to smash wrestling wrestling's glass ceiling and gravy train is desperate for a new gimmick but it's hard when you're shaped like a giant gravy boat collected in colossal form full color for the first time uh it looks fun little wrestling goofy thing i'm sure it's a good all ages style comic we have godzilla rivals godzilla rivals versus mothra one shot by IDW Publishing. The monster in the lake. Nature can't be contained in this brand new issue of Godzilla Rivals. Something is trapped in Lake Ikidamathra, the ancient and beautiful guardian of guardian of nature and humanity. But when one kaiju awakens, Godzilla is sure to be close behind. And you gotta love Mothra. One of the coolest looking. Gaijus out there. So colorful. So awesome. Uh, for fans of the Gold Digger thing, we haven't had Gold Digger around for a long time. We have Gold Digger cover-ups cover one-shot by Antarctic Press. For 30 years, Fred Perry has honed his skills in his monumental series, Gold Digger, gaining vast expertise in character motivation visual and textual storytelling, and more. But one force yet proves too implicable for him to resist. Plot drift. Like the shifting of tectonic plates, is a force of nature that leaves many planned covers orphaned in its wake. Well, no longer. We present these precious pieces, a new home, a deluge of displaced designs, 
that's sure to have your Perry passion covered, cover to cover. Now, Gold Digger was around for a while, and then you didn't see it, so now it's coming back. They got lots of zombie stuff lined up for Halloween, including Gore Shrieks, Electus, soft cover graphic novel, volume one by Fantico Company. New variant front cover by the Gurch. Okay, so this is a reprint, I'm assuming. Takes you past your safety zone into the world of horror, mystery, dreams, and gore. 128 pages in this book. Like anything gore, it'd be good to jump on, probably. Uh, my computer's being really irritable right now. <laughs> Grass of Parnassus hardcover graphic novel with slipcase by Ad House Books. It's like I love the cover with all the characters on and stuff. It looks really interesting. I just backed God Hates Astronauts. This gives me that kind of feel. But join a huge cast, including angry space techs, anxious energy workers, obsequious ramen robots, suspicious arcade owners. Snack-driven, bat-growing bears, and correspondent school druids in this backstage adventure board aboard a malfunctioning flying space rock. G of P is the legendary Amonans at their breakneck best. This slipcased volume expands the highly experimental story as it originally appeared online and includes over 50 pages of supplementary material. Yeah, I'm just curious. Uh, I like all the weird characters and stuff. That's what grabs me all the time. But I want to know more. We have Gun Honey number one of four by Titan Comics. This is when a gun smuggled into a high security prison leads to the death of dozens and the escape of a brutal criminal. Notorious weapon smuggler Joanna Tan is enlisted by the U.S. government to find the man she set loose and bring him down. Charles Arday is very smart and a very cool fellow, says Stephen King. And doesn't give me enough info. Along with the beach towels, they have a Halloween 2 beach towel with Michael with his little cooking knife in hand <laughs> then for the fell fell <laughs> for the hello fans uh, if you know anything if you've listened to my video game podcast they got the new hello infinite or the hello comic or series run coming or game coming out and then they also have hello legacy collection trade paperback by dark horse comic if you want to get a bunch of hello stories Thrown together, that'd be great. Then, Harley Quinn fans, we have Harley Quinn, the animated series, the Eat Bang Kill Tour, number one by DC Comics. Following the wedding disaster of the decade, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy end up on the run from Commissioner Gordon and the GCPD. But as fun as all that sounds, Ivy still worries over leaving. Kite man at the altar. Luckily, Harley's got the perfect scheme to shake her out of her wedding day blues. 
I don't know what Kite Man is. I didn't know there was a wedding issue. <laughs> Where did this come from? When did it happen? I don't know. Would have been interested in checking out Harry Potter fans. We have a great haul, 1,000-piece puzzle by USAopoly. And they also have a Screaming Mandrake kit by Running Press. I'm sure it's just a little plant. I don't think it's an actual Screaming Mandrake. Yeah, check those out. We'll get back to you with more goodies. And, uh, very what should you buy in the future? Well, I'll tell you. Why don't you pick up Hatchet, Unstoppable Horror, number one, by American Mythology. Experience slasher horror at its best with Adam Green's Hatchet. The special anthology is signed by veteran horror hack James Kohorik. From Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Limited to just 75 total copies and comes baked and board with a certificate. <laughs> what the hell? There's only 75 copies. Uh, I better get one of those. <laughs> and that's by American Mythology. Also by them, they have a Hatchet Vengeance Reader's Pack. This one has, did you miss out on the horrifying events of the Hatchet Vengeance series? Yes, I did. This is your chance to get a reader set of all three issues at a discounted price and experience vengeance in Honey Island Swamp. When a drug dealer summons a swamp demon to protect his criminal son from Victor Crowley's rage, it set up, sets up a battle of beasts in the bayou. Kind of sounds like... One of the stories from the Unstoppable Horrors Volume 2. But we'll see for that price. I'll, I'll probably try it. We'll see. I can always resell it if I have to. <laughs> Half No Fury, number one, by Action Lab Entertainment. Half No Fury is a fantasy sport about two powerful women, each leaders of their people who are forced into an unlikely alliance to save thousands from the depredations of a vicious, vicious tyrant. Oh, my God. And it wasn't a fantasy sport. It was a fantasy story. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just can't read no damn words today. <laughs> this will be fun. Thrown into an unfamiliar world and best beset by dangers both magical and mundane. Freya and Yatzel will have to learn to cooperate to survive. You like that fantasy stuff? There's one for you. I just ain't big on the fantasy stuff. But this one kind of caught my eye. It's Haunted Bookstore Gateway Novel by Seven Seas Entertainment. An atmospheric fantasy series for bibliophiles and fans of Japanese ghost stories. Ever since she was three years old, Kaori has lived in a bookstore where the boundaries between the mortal realm and the spirit realm are blurred. Her adoptive father, who lives with her in this magical space, is a spirit himself. One day, Kaori comes across a bleeding young man who has stumbled into the spirit realm just as she did when she was a small child. Though the young man is an exorcist who has vowed revenge against all spirits, Kaori decides to embrace kindness and help him find his way back home. They had interesting storylines. I thought I might check that one out. 
All right. He Who Fights with Monsters, number one, by Ablaze Media. On All Hallows' Eve, a community struggles under the boot of the Nazi war machine, and supernatural forces come to play in a part in the conflict. From the, na, 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 na. It's World War II, and the struggle between good and evil is in full force. In Prague, the great bohemian city is being oppressed by the nazi occupation and the population lives in terror while the resistance forces try to organize themselves in the shadows it is almost impossible task with the ruthless ss tightening their grip on every street and neighborhood with overwhelming might only one hope feeds the struggle a crazy hope which rests on the fragile foundations of an ancient monstrous legend. I'm not a fan of going back to the Nazi crap. It's been a big thing again. They're pulling that. They're all into the spies and Nazi and the whole World War One, World War Two stuff again. I don't know who they're catching that wants that so bad. Hellboy and the BPRD, 1957, Family Ties, number one, one shot by Dark Horse Comics. Before they can track down an errant copy of Best of Strobel's Witchcraft and Demonology, Hellboy and the BPRD agent Susan, Susan Zhang are sidetracked by a beset housewife's pleas for help. Unraveling the mystery of an unwanted house guest may lead the occult investigators right to where they wanted to be, but also right into demonic danger. Boys always fun and interesting. Never know what you're gonna get. But there again, you also get back to this, a lot of SS stuff. Uh, for Hellboy fans, also they have a Universe Essentials BPRD trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics, and then we have Hello, My Name Is Poop, <laughs> original graphic novel by Pulp Comics. Poop is a normal kid with normal problems. You know, parents, homework, bullies. He used to have a normal name, too. But then he moved to a new school, and everything went down the toilet. That's the bad news. The good news, turns out some names are special. Some names come with powers. Turns out those bullies really stepped in it. Sometimes being a kid can really stink. Well, Whoop, become the new target of bullies at his middle school. All day long, they call him Poop. However, when Icky the janitor reveals himself to be a wizard in disguise, Will learns that there are names of power, and if you are given one of these names, you gain certain abilities. Poop is one of those things. He now has powers that he could use to get back to the bully get back at the bullies. But power, even poop power, is exactly what can turn someone into a bully. With some help from his friends, Will must find a way to use his fantastic farting magic for good. Eh, poop humor is always fun. Okay, we got Horn Island Trilogy One Shot by Second Sight Publishing. 
The zombie apocalypse has hit Mississippi, and no place is safe. But is this the first time it, that this has happened? Of course not. Find out about the very first zo- zombie sightings in the state of Mississippi and how Horn Island's past plays a role in the state's present. All right, this one, yes. It's the ongoing, but it was a two-parter in the middle of an ongoing vampire-related, so I was curious. The Horror Comics number seven, Vampire Ninja Ono, part one of two by Antarctic Press. Vampire Ninja Ono, part one of two. Alex Powell came to Japan looking for romance and adventure, but what started as a dream vacation has quickly turned into a nightmare. Caught in the clutches of an ancient cult and hunted by a sword-wielding woman, Alex's first night in Japan, maybe his last on Earth. Uh, It's done by Ben Dunn, the godfather of American Manja, and he's also, uh, if you know, uh, (laughs) I read them all. But yeah, the nun... Warrior nun <laughs> type comics, so that's why it kind of caught my eye. And I'd like to at least read those two issues just to see what's up with it. For the it fans, we have a horror horror heroes one sixteenth Pennywise it chapter two figure from Hero Collector, and they also have a Pennywise it nineteen ninety figure. And then for Gremlins fans, they got a really awesome horror heroes one sixteenth figure. Uh, of number eight is Stripe from Gremlins by Hero Collector. So check those out, and we will get back to you with more goodies sometime in the near future. What you going to buy in the future? I'll tell you. Human Remains number one by Vault Comics. Dax and Bisa love each other, but in this new and terrifying world, love is dangerous. Healing anything is dangerous. Earth has a new and terrible invader monsters that deprive us of the very feelings that make us human. A shocking tale of pent-up emotions, perilously loud sex, and forced composure in the face of unspeakable horror. From one of the most celebrated writers in comics, Peter Mulligan. Sounds like a interesting new concept stories. I'm going to check it out. I Am Batman, number one, by DC Comics. In the throes of future state, the streets of Gotham City cry for justice. And Jace Fox answers the call. With a new improved bat suit, Jace hits the streets to inspire and protect. As he follows the trail of the voice of misinformation and violence, the anarchist, anarchistic, anti-oracle. <laughs> Can the new Dark Knight counterbalance their plan to inspire armed rebellion in the citizens of Gotham? And one man inspire a city. I don't know. That one, that's a Batman one that isn't grabbing me. 
We have Impossible Jones, number one. by It's number one of four by Scout Comics. Explosive first issue. The grin-gritty origin of comics' newest sensation. A thief gets powers, is mistaken for a superhero, and runs with it. With no intention of giving up her criminal ways, mind you. With these powers, you crazy? All she has to do is fool all of the people all of the time. It's not impossible. It's impossible Jones. Full throttle thrills. All right, we got Intrusion One Shot by Heavy Metal. I've been putting out a lot of different little heavy metal stories. But I haven't, they haven't really grabbed me yet. But after being cast out of Canada, the Lagar family is trying to build a new life in a cursed Louisiana swamp in 1767. Why the hell would you move from Canada to Louisiana swamp? It's beyond me. But anyway, they fight to defend their homestead, even if that puts them on a collision course with a creature that dwells in the bayou. Uh, you got to find out what this creature is. And it looks like a creature from the Black Lagoon as far as the cover shot, but who knows. And then we have Ironhead One-Shot by Second Sight Publishing. In a huge battle that stretches for miles and miles, a fierce and terrible, a fierce and terrible massacres of enemy soldiers by the Duke Hire. It seems to know no fear. In fact, he takes pleasure in killing. Does not spare anyone, even those who surrender. Higer has a face full of scars, a sign of countless battles and killings, but cannot be killed. You can't be killed, but you have scars. You'd think if you can't be killed, you'd have regenerative properties. But, yeah, it's just me. And Iron Maiden fans, we got Iron Maiden Aces High Eddie Clothed 8 inch action figure by NECA Toys. And these are really cool. They're Joy Brain, Raggedy Teddy, Flower Art Figure Blind Mystery Box characters, but they're teddy bears that have like their skull ripped open. They're like zombified teddy bears. They got one eyeball dangling out of their head. <laughs> they're very colorful. They're cool looking. They're by Dispersed Limited. They also have the Joy Brain Raggedy Teddy Shining Universe figure blind mystery box coming out. And then here's a character that we haven't heard of in a long time. I used to have a lot of early comics of this character, but Kazar, Lord of the Savage Land, number one by Marvel Comics. Kazar is back from the dead with a whole new terrifying set of powers. Alien Katati murdered him. The Savage Land brought him back. Lord Plunder has returned with a vastly new perspective. Now, united with Shana the She-Devil in a mystical merging of life energies, Azar has new abilities, new needs, and new enemies. An ancient evil has surfaced in the Savage Land, one that is rapidly reshaping the forgotten world and its inhabitants. Kazar and Shana must fight together to protect their home and family. But their son, Matthew, has plans of his own. 
Don't miss this spectacular adventure through the lost lands. I'm guessing their son's going to bring us a whole new character in the near future. And then we also have Kazar, Marvel Tales number one by Marvel Comics. Kazar and his faithful friends, Zabu, leap into action as we celebrate the legacy of the House of Ideas, House of Ideas with Marvel Tales. This anthology series shines a spotlight on fan favorite characters. Uh, if you know the Marvel Tales, you can Marvel fanfare and stuff like that. It's like collaboration of those. And then we get into Kevin Smith is just dying to make some more money. So he puts out a secret stash definitive visual history book with a huge price tag on it. But snoochie boochies. Kevin Smith tells the full story of his incredible life in this hilariously candid treasure trove of artifacts and anecdotes collected across his 25 years in the entertainment industry. For the first time, Kevin tells the full story of his incredible life from his early days in Highlands, New Jersey, through the breakout success of low-budget indie smash clerks in 1994 and the series of hit films that fall that allowed him to build his own cinematic view askew universe. Definitive, relatory, and packed with exclusive surprises, Kevin Smith's secret stash is the book his followers have been waiting for and a must-have for pop culture fans everywhere. And I call it bullshit. I think we've heard his life story a million times. <laughs> he just doesn't remember talking about it because he even goes back way back to his childhood and his podcast. Yeah, I think we've heard it all, Kev. (laughs) You should give it to us for a way cheaper price than that. (laughs) And they're retailing it out at 65 bucks. It's done by Insight Editions. All right. Kolchak fans. Kolchak's got a new gang together to do some sleuthing. Kolchak presents Adventures Night Stalkers trade paperback by Moonstone. Check those out, Lady Death fans. They have a Masterworks Blacklands Gold Foil set of five comics by Boundless Comics that you can get. They have a Lady Death Sultry Singles Gold Foil set of five comics. They have Lady Death Treacherous Infamy number two of two coming out. Lady Death Wicked Bikini commemorative set of five comics by Boundless Comics. So check all those out, and we'll get back to you with more fun goodies in the near future. All right. More things I'm going to force you to buy in the future. Starting with The Last Annihilation. Last, last Annihilation Wakanda. Number one, one shot. By Marvel Comics. With the universe itself at stake, Black Panther enlists the might of the intergalactic empire of Wakanda to help stop the dreaded Dormammu. And leading the Wakandian forces is none other than the legendary Mbaku. Will T'Challa and Mbaku be able to defeat Dormammu's army of mindless ones? Don't miss the critical chapter of the last Annihilation event as a new hero emerges. 
Sadly, they got to bring new heroes out because we lost a great hero. I don't know what they're going to do with the whole characters and stuff. I haven't been following along. And then also with the last Annihilation line, they got a Wiccan and Hulkling number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. Worlds apart, but never alone. The last Annihilation has hit the Kree Skull Alliance. Wiccan and Hulkling must split up to simultaneously defend two planets against a mindless army. But will the individual newlyweds be enough to fight off the forces of Dora Mumu? <laughs> or will they become the next casualties in the senseless war? Been following any of those things. I don't know. What's up with all that? We got The Last Flight Out, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. With Earth, Earth rendered inhabitable, <laughs> humanity has chosen to evacuate to the stars. With just 24 hours left until the last arc designed to evacuate, Earth's residence leaves forever. Its designer's estranged daughter goes missing. Uh, little shits off running around when you're supposed to be getting the hell off the planet and leave her behind. <laughs> I'm sure she had some purpose for it. Legends of the Scarlet Blade straight paperback by Humanoids Publishing. Rado, a young Ronin, a masterless samurai, roams the land in a quest for his memories. His first stop is the city that talks to the sky, the ultimate stronghold against the ice invading the land of the rising sun. There he meets Miki, a graceful puppeteer and storyteller of charms. With her aid, Rado begins to reassemble the pieces of the puzzle that is his identity. Legend of the Scarlet Blades, as painted in the tormented and airy style of Severo Tenudo, is a series whose universe is inspired by feudal Japanese history and traditions, full of breathtaking settings and terrible dangers, and populated by a myriad of wondrous mythical beings. All right, for the fans of wrestling, you got Legends of Lucha Libre Mystery Mascaras Wave 1 Blind Mystery Box coming out by Boss Fight Studios. LLC, fans of Lego. They have a Lego art of the minifigure novel coming out by Chronicle Books. And a great video game run that's been coming out with tons of comics is Life is Strange, Settling Dust, number one of four by Titan Comics. The heart-wrenching conclusion to the best-selling Life is Strange comic series. Max finally believes that she has found a way to cross the timelines time and return to the woman she loves. Chloe Price. And it features the comic debut of fan favorite characters Steph Gingrich and Victoria Chase from the original game. That's uh, a whole new arc that they're running off of. Living Dead Comics, they have the Leather Covers set of three comics from Avatar Press you can pick up. And Looney Tunes, Volume 3, number 262 by DC Comics. Again, a long ongoing run, but this one just caught my eye. 
because up there in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Ah, uh, what is it? Who cares? <laughs> but you got stupid duck to fall back on. It's, uh, it's like Daffy Duck is a super duck. I don't remember hearing the name Super Duck before. So I don't know. I might just have took it a wrong direction or something and heard it differently. For the Lord of the Rings fans, they have a golem figure by Diamond Select. Creepy little freak with his, the weird little bendable legs makes him even creepier. <laughs> we have the Lugosi Rise and Fall of Hollywood's Dracula. Trade paperback by Humanoids Publishing. As horror cinema's most iconic actor, Bill Gossi is forever remembered for his haunting role as Count Dracula. Frightening film goers for many years, but once the cameras finally stopped rolling, that's when Lugosi himself learned what true terror was. Beginning with his early life in Hungary as a young actor and activist, this first of a kind, Graphic memoir details Lugosi's flight from his homeland after becoming an enemy of the state and his eventual move to the U.S. where his career flourished for a while. Following a pivotal career mistake that allowed Boris Karloff's star to rise while his, his plummeted. Lugosi's pride, extravagant lifestyle, and addiction to drugs, women, and the high life led to his tragic decline and humiliate, humiliating later years that saw him join forces with infamous B-movie director Ed Wood for one last shot at stardom. Here's one for the Bela Lugosi fan. People that are into artwork and art, one of the hardest things for people to draw is hands. They have a Mark Criley's Ultimate Book of Drawing Hands by Impact Books. Check that out for a little help. We have a Marvel Avengers Hulkbuster figure by Beast Kingdom. Looks pretty cool. And Hero Collector has a Marvel Comics Heavyweights number one Spider-Man Peter Parker figure. And they also have a number two Wolverine figure. And number three Venom Eddie Brock figure. And a number four Spider-Man Miles Morales figure. That you can all throw in there in that basket. And then unless you got the big fat wallet. I don't really like the way this guy looks. I wasn't too thrilled. But the price day was a wow. But Marvel Universe Avengers Thor fine art statue by Koto by Koto Bakaya. Retailing out at $372.99. Whew. And it's funny because they have another Thor figure that looks almost the same. It's only like 30 bucks also in the cap. So, I don't know what you're paying for difference-wise. I'd have to see them side by side. M Mason Mooney graphic novel. Doppelganger Detective. Uh, by Flying Eye Books. It's Halloween in Grimbrook. And Mason and his trusty assistant and only friend, Iris, are ready to cut loose at the Grimbrook Middle School dance. But when the discovery of a haunted mirror cuts things short, Mason and Iris are on the case, ready to stand between Grimbrook and their horrible doppelgangers from the mirror dimension. Get ready for more mystery, more magic, and a shocking kiss that could shake things up for our favorite paranormal 
Investigators forever. Check that one out. Masters of the Universe fans, they have a 40-inch sword prop replica that you can pick up of the power sword. And that will be it for now. And we'll get back to you with more goodies sometime down the road.